Welcome to Be Real. This is a podcast that's for people who are tired of hearing all the garbage out there, tired of the Instagram posts about people being fake. It's time to get real with yourself and stop feeling like an imposter. I'm your host, Vikram Deol, and today that's exactly what we're going to do. So stay tuned, subscribe, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Vikram Diol, and I'm here today talking about something that a few people um, <clears throat> have reached out. So it's the end of 2019, and I reached out to a lot of people who uh, follow me on Instagram, and I asked, what was it about me that you enjoyed? Why did you follow me? What was the, uh, the reason why? And it seems like a lot of the people that follow me that have responded in the last, I don't know, 12 hours or so, are of the uh, Indian descent, and they are challenged currently with the status quo of being a young Indian adult and finding their alignment. Now, this doesn't just work for Indian people. This works for people of all ages, all races, all colors, all you know, sexual orientations, whatever you want to say these days. And Well, let's back up a little bit. Um, I'm probably a very unorthodox Indian man. I grew up in a family full of doctors, very highly educated. Um, education was always one of the most important things. My parents would say, as long as you're in school, we will pay for everything. We'll pay for your education. We'll pay for your living. We'll pay for this. We'll pay for that. But you got to go to school. And school never really, really, really motivated me. I never really enjoyed going to class. I never really enjoyed going to school. It just wasn't my thing, right? And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I liked making money. I liked selling things. I liked hanging out with people and talking. And going to school was just so effing boring. There was nothing in school that I really enjoyed. Uh, My parents sent us to boarding school so that we could learn the language When I was in boarding school, during language class, during our Hindi and Punjabi class, I told our instructors that I would get them green cards to the United States if they just let me sleep and do whatever I want and give me a good grade. Well, guess what? I didn't learn a lot of Hindi or Punjabi, but I still got a good grade, and I figured out the system, right? You figure out how to get what you want from people if you figure out by asking them what they want. And so... I was kind of a little unorthodox, right? A little unorthodox growing up, and I didn't really have a passion for being a doctor, although I had a passion for health and wellness. I didn't, if I didn't like something, if I didn't like the process, or if I didn't like the system, I just avoided it, right? It was just easier to avoid it than it is to try to go into it. So being a doctor to me wasn't something that interested me, but however, helping to keep people well and healthy is something that I have a tremendous passion about. I also didn't really care about what people thought. You know, I, I didn't really it didn't really bug me when I was younger. Um, as I've gotten older, it's it's actually started to sting a bit more. But when I was younger, I didn't really care about what people thought. Um, my parents owned a pizza place, and I delivered pizzas for them during lunchtime and after school and on the weekends. Anything I could do to make money. Um, when I, when I turned 17, I asked my parents for a small raise. They said they couldn't afford it. So I went off and I sold Cutco knives. 
And I know a lot of successful entrepreneurs who don't like talking about that. They don't, they don't like saying they got their start there. And it, 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 it kind of is weird to me because I think that you got to be honest with your background. I think it's super important that you talk about it. And for me, it's like if I can sell knives, I can sell anything. So at one point, everybody's like, okay, when are you going to stop this knife thing? Go get a real job. So I went and I sold cars for a summer. It was horrible. I made very little money. I had to work these horrendous hours, and I hated the process of car sales. I love cars. I, I, I built a car that was internationally known when I was 21 or 2 years old. It was one of the most famous cars in the world at the time as far as recognition. Um, it was known all over the world. I started an international car club somehow. Totally unorthodox, right? You don't do that as a kid. You go to school, you study, you get good grades, and then you become an engineer or you become a doctor, you become a lawyer, and that's it. You know, you go work in the tech space um, or you go and do law. Or, I mean, that was that, those were like our options growing up. Now, our parents never said these are your options, but those were kind of the options, right? Again, none of that felt right to me. My mom always says, she still says, you would have made a great lawyer. And I'm like, mom, I've done some pretty cool things in my life. She's like, yeah, but if you would have been a lawyer, you would have been great. And she doesn't mean anything bad about it. But those are the prestigious jobs that people got uh, when they were young. Again, it didn't resonate with me. As we move forward into 2020, this is a new decade. I was talking to my buddy yesterday, oh God, what was it, three days ago on Christmas Eve, we had a conversation. He was a little smashed, so he might not remember it, but he said he's excited about the next generation. He's excited about the future that his kids have and that his, his nieces and nephews have. And I said, me too. They get to grow up in a time where people are so much more open. People are so much more expressive people are just willing to say fuck it and do what they want to do but yet they still battle with the old thought processes that their parents have and that their grandparents have i mean could you imagine tony robbins in the 1970s saying hey guys i'm going to start a course and the first thing we're going to do is do a two-hour meditation or i'm going to start a silent meditation retreat how pause how powerful would he be today if that's how he started out? But yet that's still the way that a lot of people think. Like meditation, that's stupid. Like why would you want to meditate? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, you know, to go back to, to what we we're talking about, to what I was talking about, how do you get your parents to realize that your path is not their path? How do you get your parents to realize that your path is not your your path is not their path? And that if you decide to become a janitor or a country rock singer or a YouTube sensation, it's okay. That's really the question that that a lot of people struggle with. I still sometimes struggle with it. I'm 38 and a four days, right? I'm going to be 38 in four days. And sometimes when I want to produce content, I don't because it's like, oh, what will parents think? What will these people think? 
And how do you get yourself to be like, no, fuck it. Well, for me, it's doing content early in the morning. That's just just one of the things. Like if I do early morning content, um, I get things out a lot easier, which is why my hair is a big afro right now. And I'm wearing, I don't even know, a shirt from 20 years ago. So that's one way to do it. The other way is, is at some point, you just got to be like, mom, dad, this isn't your life. Yes, you gave me life and I appreciate you for that. And yes, you've given me a lot of great things. And you've provided me with a lot of security and a lot of education and a lot of the things that maybe other kids don't get to have. But that doesn't mean you get to own me for the rest of my life. And I always laugh because I don't think a lot of our parents are as happy as they claim to be. I think they didn't know any better, but the ones that get out there and they start to see things, a lot of them say, man, I would have done different things. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people that are in their 50s, 60s. My, my business is based currently around people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And sometimes I ask them, I said, would you do the same thing in your life back then knowing what you know now? And a lot of them are like, no, absolutely not. We got married when we were like 17. We love our husbands, but we would have explored the world a little bit. We would have, you know, back then we would have become a flight attendant and, and traveled, seen different things. Maybe we would have got married to the same man or woman. Maybe we wouldn't, but we would have done a little bit more. But we didn't have that option. That wasn't on the table. Our life was get married and have kids. Get a job. Get the white picket fence. I don't want the white picket fence right now. Like, and that's okay. You know, I want to still go out and travel. I don't want, my dad said to me when I opened my, my, my dad and I are business partners in, uh, in Osteo Strong. And he said, when I told him, I said, I'll be in Bakersfield a year, maybe two years max. You know, I want to get this business up and running and then I'm going to be out. He says, how are you going to leave? Now that you have a business, you're going to be here for life. And I'm like, who the fuck? What? Why would you tell your kid that? If your kid says, I want to leave and like, I want to go do bigger things with my life than one business. Why would you not encourage that? I got so pissed. Oh, my! I, I, I didn't even talk to him about it. I just got up and I left their house. And I was like, I'm going to leave, Pops. I'm going to where I, I'm going to my house, you know. like I don't need to eat dinner here. Like, who are you to tell me that I can't travel the world still and see things just because I opened up a business? Like, fuck it. Let's shut it down then. Like, let's, why, why continue putting effort into it? Let's just call it a day. We'll eat the cost of it. And we'll go from there, right? And so unknowingly, he tried to put a limitation on me because he probably is limited in his thinking because of the way that he was brought up. So you have to realize that your parents' life isn't your life or your mentor's life isn't your life. And you learn the things you need to learn from them, but then you go live your life. And if it is upsets them, that's okay. If they get angry, that's on them, not on you, right? You got to learn how to stand on your own two feet. So you can't expect them to support you for the rest of your life, right? That's a big thing. Just because you want to go out and be you doesn't mean that they should have to pay for it because you're living your life. So if you want to live your life and do things your way, you got to figure out how to monetize it. 
Otherwise, they do have that control over you and they will exert that power over you all the time. But if you want to live your life on your terms and you say, mom, dad, I'm going to figure it out. And if I'm a billionaire, great. If I make $50,000 a year, that's great too. If I live in a basement with 16 other people in a house, that's my choice. And I know it might not be good for you, but it's great for me. And you just got to live that life. It ain't going to be easy. But if it was easy, why would you want to do it anyways? Right? Like, let's be honest. If it were easy, why would you do it? You want to do the hard things. You want to build the calluses. You don't, you don't want to have the soft hands all the time. Don't get me wrong. I, I have very soft hands. But I also know how to get down and get work done. So the question I ask is, are you living your life or are you living somebody else's? Because when you start to live your life, things start to align. Things start to come into focus. Things start to move closer to where you want to go. If you live somebody else's life, you're driving a car that's out of alignment and you're constantly correcting it. And that's a lot of work. So start living your life, right? And guess what? You're going to ruffle some feathers along the way. Fuck it. Who cares? You're going to ruffle feathers anyways. And I can tell you, I'm 38. I've been through a divorce. I got two degrees. I don't give a shit about any of that. Right. I've done so much crazy shit in my life that most people will never do in their entire lifetime. And I've done it before I'm 40. It's awesome. So what? I don't have a wife and kids. So what? I don't have the five bedroom house in the nice neighborhood. I don't need it. I don't need it. When it's supposed to be here, it will come. I know that I can go out and do what I used to do and earn a buttload of money overnight. It, 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 yeah, escrows take 45 days. Boom, 90 days, I'll be paid. But that doesn't feel right to me, right? That's not what I want to do. Even though that's what my parents would like me to do, right? They're like, go get your real estate license again. Sell real estate. You made a lot of money doing that. I'm like, dad, it's not always about money. It's about impact. So if you're not having the impact you want because you're living the life of somebody else, you only got one decision, and that's to change it. And guess what? Eventually they will accept you. And if they don't, that's on them, not you. And you have to learn to be okay with that. I hope this makes sense. I hope this resonates with you. I hope you guys realize that you have more power than you sometimes give yourself. And guess what? You're going to fail. If you did what they wanted to do, you're going to fail. So if you may as well do what you want to do and fucking succeed and be happy because you'll put more energy into what you want than what somebody else wants. You'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning excited and you can't stop writing. You'll go to sleep at midnight excited because you couldn't stop doing editing or doing you know, the project that you're working on. So figure out what you want to do in life and then go full speed ahead on it. Hey, y'all, if you enjoyed this message, I ask that you share it. I ask that you comment on it. I ask that you tag your friends in it. I ask that you uh, leave reviews where reviews can be left. You follow, you subscribe, you do all the things that make sure that this message gets out to the people that need to hear it. Because I think it's so powerful as we move into 2020 that we start living our lives and not the lives of others. So I hope you're all having an amazing day. I hope you guys are having an amazing year. 
matter, it doesn't really matter when you hear this message. It's still going to be relevant because we still live in a world with 7 billion people on it. Not everybody's as progressive as we are, and they need to hear this message. So make sure we share this around the world. I do feel that this is one of the more powerful messages that you can listen to. Um, and have yourself an amazing day. I'm out. Have, thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Be Real. It's truly a pleasure to serve. I encourage you to like this, comment on this, share this with a friend or a loved one, because every day that we do that, we're just keeping it real. As always, be real, everybody.